Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 269. This was our 69 episode? Yeah, 69 episode. We, we wasted that. We wasted it with Hellboy from 2019. We should have watched some, one of your Barbarian Rape movies <laughs> that you like so much. One of my. One of my. Yeah, All these Barbarian Rape movies yeah. that I made. Right. I made these Oh, movies. it's a post-apocalyptic. It's a post-apocalyptic future with barbarians and, oh, what's this guy do? Oh, he rapes her. Part of Corey's top ten favorite films. What? I, the Sisterhood was good. Sisterhood I, was really good. I will still stand by that when we watched all those barbarian movies, it's amazing. the Sisterhood was good. It's amazing we found one. That was like, this one's watched. Like, I wouldn't mind watching that one more time. Yeah, it's a like, good that one's one. Good. It was a good movie. Yeah, the rest. Uh, the rest were questionable. Because, uh, uh, like, those character moments I want. I just don't want the character moment being The raped. most boring one was the Deathstalker. Oh boy! And I had high hopes because there was a second one, yeah, and that it would be like something else, and that one was probably the worst one. That's not also good. lots of rape. It's like, come on, like what the fuck are we doing here? But wasn't Barbarian Queens though another good one with I, all the that, girl one? But like, I think they still got. I think they still there, got the there R was, word. There was still rape. The R but still it was happened. A sti- it was better than some of the other ones. Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was going to say about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this is the B-Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. I'm Corey. That's Nick. It is. That's who I am. And with us today, special guest, sometimes friend of the show, Pat. He's here. Sometimes friend. Is he? But he is. Is he a friend of us or just a friend of the show? Just a friend of the show. Weird. So you have fun hanging out with your friend tonight? This show? <laughs> this program? Yeah, just the program. He's only a friend of the, yeah. of the program, the entity of that is the program. Yeah, the, that, sounds like, that sounds like a sci-fi movie. He's a friend with the program. The only entity that matters. Well, on this program, you can find out what we're going to watch by listening to the end of every episode. And if you so want to find out what happens at the end of that episode, you listen to the one before that. Yeah. And then the one before that gives you the episode that's coming into the next one. And then... You know how it goes. And so on and so works. on. You get it. And so on and so on. <coughs> so if you want to know what we're going to watch make sure, on the next episodes, make sure you listen all the way through to the very end of the podcast. Or just forward there. And just forward there it's, if it's you want option. to. It's an option. It's an option, I guess. <laughs> Whatever you want to If do. you really want to. And uh, so you can follow along uh, with the madness here on the podcast. You can also follow us on social media at B-Movie Breakdown, uh, especially on that gram. So... I'll make sure the flock is following us. I'm going to keep That's using it. That's the one you're going to keep using it. You should. You dropped it for a second, didn't you? Well, I mentioned the B the B movie Fiends. Oh, Fiends. and Okay. But the, we can still quit the flock. All right. Yeah, you know what's cool is when you force yourself to talk about a movie you didn't enjoy, they just go wild in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens here. No, it never does. <laughs> we call people fans of the show a million different things. A suckos. Yeah, Suckos fiends. is a good one. That was another one, yeah. Sucko Fiends. Too bad, Suckos. Sucko Fiend. Fly. Yeah, why the fuck do you call them Suckos? <laughs> Are you writing 1989 cartoon dialogue? <laughs> hey, lame Sucko moron. Do you know how many cartoon villains just call people dumb, dumb, and idiot and stupid? They're so yeah. insulting to, like, their henchmen. <laughs> what a weird part. It's great. Dynamic. It's fantastic. You idiot. I need to start being like that to my henchmen. What, your son? Yeah, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say my family. So I was just thinking, like, who no, did you just, insult? just my henchmen. Who are your henchmen? People who work with you? No. So who are these henchmen? I, they're just around. I don't like how that sounds. They're just around Are sometimes. they hiding around in the, this closet over here? Yeah. There's a little one right here. That's, some of them might be in there. Some they're of small. them. They're small. They're small. Well, so what kind of henchmen do you have? Children or midgets? <laughs> Neither. They're just like really small people. Oh, that's the type of person that's just small. Yeah, they're just okay. really small people. Okay. Well, good. You got some henchmen. Yep. They're from another dimension. Dimension? Henchmen from another dimension? <laughs> yep, that's a new cartoon. I'm making it copyrighted. That's the, that's your solo <laughs> podcast where you talk to your henchmen in the closet alone. <laughs> he I already, crawls in the I already did that for one episode and it yeah. didn't go over so well. So, yeah, um, only with me. I'm yeah. sure everybody else, all the suckos are loving it. All the suckos. Uh, makes me think well, of Sluggo, well, like from Mr. Bill. Well, Remember guys. his like, arch nemesis was Sluggo? Well, oh, guys, Sluggo. We, 
we, we, should, had, we had an intro for this We need podcast, to watch some Mr. Bill for the podcast. We it, need to watch Mr. Bill Goes to Washington. It got deleted, so now Is that I'm a gonna, movie? It's like a mini, like, mini movie thing they did. Now oh, I'm going to okay. intro the podcast inside my closet. <laughs> Not do that! Right, there's a lively discussion happening, guys. I hope you're ready for it. <laughs> it was not some ASMR bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the mouse sounds the worst ones. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. We only like space docking. Oh, that's good. That's better. Yeah. There we Rub go. Rub those hands together. Oh, you're a regular ASM artist. Oh, hey, you see it? There you go. It's my new uh, do you have any other works that you want us to know about other than your ASM artistry? Just follow me on the internet at Scatterville Stories. <laughs> the internet being the Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, I'm not too prolific on because why? I agree. But, um... Weird and Fear podcast also exists, so if you want to hear about spooky stories, you're more than welcome to find us on there. Wherever you find your beautiful podcast, wherever you find this show. Yeah, somebody on Instagram the other day went on a episode post asked, where can I find this podcast? The podcast about this show? Yeah. Well, I mean... I, I answered them. I feel like I feel like the problem I, with I, I well I started off by saying anywhere that you find podcasts. The only problem is Apple like Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. Because the only problem is like let's so, say somebody like honestly addict. honestly doesn't podcast addict is good too. Um, if somebody doesn't like if someone's like never listened to a podcast before like and they honestly don't know like I get it because like it's not yeah. part of your world. So like that's the only people that a disservice is done to. Where you get your podcast, but then we have to list every one. I listed like three. No, I don't think right. so. <laughs> I worked with a sixty-year-old, sixty-eight-year-old man who was listening to a podcast yesterday. Well, because also a computer savvy guy. You know what you can do? Go into Google. What is a podcast? Yeah, there yeah. You go. where do I listen? Where to do podcasts? I find podcasts? Which is what I'm on sure Google, did, yeah, right, and so. that's problem solving. So yeah, you guys. Well, I hope it. that that person did find our podcast. All right, oh, God. we're done doing that. This is my new. This is my new hobby. You're losing listeners. Start now. your start your hobby elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Because this week, this week on the podcast, we're not AS, ASM artists. We're watching the 2019 Hellboy. It's the best of the worst. I mean, this is one. And then team me, it up against me. me and you probably would have fell asleep if he wasn't here. You think so? Uh, I, dozing yeah. off would have happened, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I dozed off for a couple seconds there. There was a point where I did doze off. I was surprised I didn't. In a theater, I definitely would have. Uh, 100%. But you know what? I feel like I missed nothing. I feel like I missed nothing. <laughs> no. No. I mean, even when I went to the bathroom, I was like, you should pause this. And you're like, should I? I'm like, yeah, you're right. You should sit closer. Oh, okay. Or we. That's if, my. That's my I mean, main problem. Right? That's probably. That's good. Probably there. Yeah. It's there good. we go. Good. But yeah, that's it. Why? It's like why even try? Why? With a, well, no you, one. No one. Nobody did. That's the problem. When you tr- when you do when you have something like this, why even try? Why? But you could you could do the thing that blows my mind is that possibilities are endless. You could make it doesn't have to be complicated. Why do we have to do 12 million things? Hellboy's a paranormal detective. Solve one case. There's your movie. Cop shows do that every week. Right. Oh, yeah. Every you channel. Been yeah. like, oh, That's all CBS is. The whole movie could have just been the one story. Destroy Nimoy or whatever her name was. Yeah, was it Nimoy? Like Leonard Nimoy? Yeah, it was Leonard. <laughs> she lived long and prospered. <laughs> she kind of did. A That's little true. Bit. She did yeah. the prospering parts. <laughs> right, yeah. She's in That's a all flaky. She did live long. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Her head, like... her head was in a box and for most of her life. So since 517 well, AD. We don't know. She could have lived way But it's one Nimway was her name. Nim- Nimway. Nimway. You know what? That might have been his fault too. I felt a lot of times because of makeup, like false <laughs> teeth maybe. It sounded like he had a mouthful of fucking food when he's talking. Well, because he couldn't move her. His pros- Hellboy. His, oh, Hellboy. His, his prosthetics would rip. He had the teeth in his mouth. I mean, it's just It always sounded like he had like a mouthful of like, spit or food. Yeah, there's yeah. some or bad prosthetics. <clears throat> it's funny. There were some bad prosthetics on him when he's Hellboy, but like the evil dead crazy lady who wanted his eye, the makeup on her is pretty good. Yeah, she's fine. 
Well, so it's like, what's hers, going on? He... Also, not consistent. Sometimes it was kind of it was different than in previous shots. Yeah, I think that was because that's probably because those shots were like CG shots. No, it was definitely like a you think practical it was makeup. Makeup. Stuff I thought the shots like, where she looked different were like they looked kind of CG ish. There could have been a mixture, but then again, when you're blending that shit together, when does one? Because then they're polished stuff with like CGI. Well, so so like, it, is it actually CGI? Or do they just go over it again for some right. reason? But the thing is, you can do that well. We've seen all the time. It's very we possible. We see practical makeup and CGI blended really well all the fucking time. Oh, it happens yeah. all the time now. Well, I've never really seen like. Practical makeup that's like so inconsistent so much. It's like they never took pictures when they <laughs> when they did it, like the first day or the second day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it seemed like it got better as the movie go- went on too. His this seemed worse in the beginning, and then it seemed uh, better. There were some the close end. up shots on him that looked really rough. Like you could see like Man, lines it's just, and it's things just like random. that. Normally, I don't care. I mean, this is one of those things where, like, you look into it, you steer into a train wreck, and you want to know <laughs> who put the who put the penny on the tracks. I mean, who th- who th- who flung this locomotive off of where it was supposed I to even, go? I would like consider it like a train wreck. It There's was too much going like, on. It was just boring. It was That's really what, boring because it was all exposition talking right. about cool it's, things it's just, as yeah, opposed to yeah. showing me cool things. Yeah, and when and sometimes they would show you a cool thing, but it'd be so brief. Because you're just getting a mini story. This whole movie's a full of, of mini stories. This whole movie's full of mini stories, and then just fuck tons of exposition, telling you about the mini stories and other tales, and telling you about other characters or introducing you to other characters. Which is and it's just like which is funny because a lot of Hellboy comics are just you know little like little short stories compiled together in collections and things, and so like, but those are those even those mini stories have beginning, middles, and ends. Well, I feel like that's how they kind of wrote it <clears throat> the screenplay must have been like uh, people who were unfamiliar with it read a bunch of comics that were recommended by people and then they threw in their favorites real quick and then they kind of made another story around like I can see a, yeah. a main story they liked a lot yeah because it was just plucked together did anybody here ever watch the show that the show that was called Eureka mm, was that no. maybe on like Sci-Fi USA I know of it the it, guy who was the creator of that it. and like wrote like a ton of the episodes oh, the and everything, show's supposed to be great he wrote this movie and then the director of this movie was Neil Marshall um, more famously had so only one person wrote this movie yes okay because it seemed like Yikes. four or five and then Neil Marshall had done Dog Soldiers what is that <laughs> Dog so, Soldiers is a sweet like werewolf movie. I never heard that. Uh, dog and then Doom and then The Descent. I, I like The Doom Descent. Very good. The Descent is spooky. Uh, yeah, and it's also a concise story with characters. Yeah, The Doomsday well, is a movie that he did too. There's a whole fucking that was shit not that True. good. So <laughs> Doom? it's is that what you said? Doomsday. Oh, Doomsday uh, was another oh, that one, one that he did that that's not that's so good. What led to this movie's creation? That's all. But I care about it's right just now. it's interesting because other than that, Money. he. he has uh, Neil Marshall's just been doing TV, but he's directed episodes of Hannibal, Westworld, Lost that Lost in Space series. Okay, but Wait, I mean, he's not the creator of that. He's just coming the, in to direct episodes. That also makes me lead to believe a lot of things that may have faulted this film were behind the scenes things. I mean, we clearly there's like I don't know who was unifying direction or what was going on here. I mean, usually that's supposed to be the director, I suppose, but who knows what backstage shenanigans? You had Guillermo del Toro direct two of these things, and he built a whole freaking universe. What are we doing? You gave me, you implied a universe existed here, well, but then we don't problem. get to see anything, right? The directors just... used to <clears throat> directing things in half hour increments, twenty three minute increments, you know. Yeah, but even twenty three increments have characters and beginnings, middle, and ends, and things. It's just maybe like it was too, like you had to fill time. I don't. It's just I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, that's definitely maybe just trying to fill time a lot. Because that end scene of five minutes little mini movie where they just invade a thing, it's yeah. The banter was actually humorous. Little characters moments yeah, there. The last couple minutes were probably the best. There was, this should have began the movie. This changed the rest of it. Yeah. Well, you well, could have had a similar scene where that happens well, and even, they find a box. Even that, just that last scene, if the whole direction of the movie was like that, would have been way better. And, and I, they kind of found out what the hell they were actually doing by that point. I just wish we, we could have got that, that third Gamera movie. Well, There was like rumblings about it like back in like 2012. <clears throat> yeah. I remember 
Because Ron Perlman like dressed up in the costume for that Make-A-Wish thing, and then yeah. Guillermo was like, "Oh, like you know, like people do care about this," and and then it just can't, well, can't got canceled, and it just it was in development kind of, and then they just ended up not doing it. Guillermo's got things to do. Right, he's, yeah, he's a busy man. Around, yeah. Right, yeah. He's starring in Kojima games, he's a busy guy. Yeah, and then <laughs> you got well, and then obviously Shape of Water. So he's doing movies that are like highly regarded and things like that. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, somebody fucked Abe Sapien. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. If, you, your if you've 30. seen the movie, yeah. Here's your Hellboy. Does... Don't spoil. I never seen it, but you know, somebody fucks oh, a water s- creature. That's what they do. That's what they, I know that happens. Yeah, it does. It happens. That's so what like, they do. That's what they do. It's that was nominated. Yeah. Monster movies get nominated for Oscars. All you have to do is have sex with a monster. How come this weird internet thing is now getting Oscar nominations? Did it win? Uh, Shape of Water? Shape of Water, yeah, it did win some awards, I think. Did thought. it win Best Picture? Uh, Shape what? of... Uh, the, the, the Oscars. Did, I think it did win. Yeah, <coughs> I think, I think, yeah, cause I think right, it was... Yeah. <coughs> it's so artsy when a chick fucks a monster on screen. Doesn't he, too? He has a home that's, like, for his production company that's, like, it's a house of inspiration. They just have all this art and all these weird things, like, from movies and all sorts of type of media where all of his like uh his quote-unquote creators so come, yeah it won just, like it, become inspired from oh it did guy. win best right. picture by the way so hmm. like and best director from what year though last year 2018 in okay, 18 okay we should have watched shape of water the yeah we should have <laughs> uh you know what's interesting though about this movie you're talking about i'm looking up some stuff about the development of this hellboy is that Mike Mignola uh, took more of a direct involvement in the production of this one? So is that part of the downfall? Is that the create like don't let the creator? I don't have, know. <laughs> he has too many ideas flowing around in his head. He said, according to him, the idea was with this one to downplay the superhero elements in the film and stay closer to the darker tone of the graphic novels, making a much more horror-oriented entry into the franchise. That would have been cool, but this was Goofy Town. This wasn't horror. Yeah, the other ones were more horror, I think. Right. Way more. <clears throat> they were like, yeah, they're silly moments and stuff. Yeah, but that's called a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? A sense I of humor. The biggest, like, horror aspect, <clears throat> I thought was more towards the end, when, like, the giant demons are crawling out of the ground. Which, that, that was... That was the best part! Yeah. That was the best part! That was probably, yeah. like, one of the, the only Ripping people in like, half, yeah. ripping their skin off, co- like, just Super stomping like, on them, and they're collecting them on their feet, like, and... Murders. Yeah, that one I liked. Which I definitely... I really, really believe they uh, took some off that Blood Plus anime. Because it seemed, like, <clears throat> too similar not to be inspired by that. I'll have to do some Googles later to... Just look, look up Blood creatures. Plus, and I'm sure the first video will be a compilation of fucked up Horrible demon murders. But yeah, yeah it, it, the last, what, 15 minutes were probably the best parts? And the yeah, rest, I'd say. The rest was just boring. And but then it, but it, well, I wouldn't even say the last 15 minutes. It was like a chunk. Not like that the whole thing, A yeah. chunk at the end. <laughs> because then after the chunk. parts in the last 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, after the chunk, it went back to its like same old, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. You want to, I don't even... Apparently, Doug Jones, who played Abe Sapien in the other movies, was offered a cameo but uh, and was willing to do it, but couldn't be due to commitments on Star Trek. That sucks. Discovery. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So well, maybe there would have been like a full-on... Oh, so he was offered a part for the whole movie? No, just a cameo, but probably the cameo oh, okay. at the he end. He probably would have been inside there. Then, yeah, like, hey. it probably would have been just more than just the <coughs> hand. It probably been like he would have popped up or something. And it's funny, like... It must just be like this, like jaded denial thing with Mila Jovovich, uh, that she feels like even though this movie got brutal brutal reviews and obviously isn't that great, uh, she thinks it's gonna eventually become a cult classic in years to come. I mean, she can hope it's fine. <laughs> Does she say that about a lot of movies she's in? What's that one? She wasn't in the Aeon Flux movie, was she? Was that her? No. That's Charlie Theron. She's in a movie that came out around the same time. It's like and that. And that one was called Ultraviolet. Yes, and that, that movie is really is, bad. That's one of the worst movies that I've has ever some, seen. That might be, I saw that movie in theaters, and that, I was very unhappy. That goes up there with some of the worst CGI ever I think the only movie. part I remember about that bad. movie is she has a sword fight in the dark with a sword that's on fire. That's really all I remember from that movie. And it was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. It's a bad one. She's, uh, you know, she's not, like you she's said, had an interesting career. It's like pretty much she, just been Resident Evil. She's some stinkers. I mean, 
once she started doing Resident Evil, it was like I'm just in Resident Evil movies. Well, well her husband it, also. Yeah, he, yeah. So like, <laughs> uh, it's a family affair. I'm okay with that. I love the first one. I don't think I've seen any others in the, the first one. Everyone I've watched, I've liked, but you can't compare them to video games because that'll make you hurt. Yeah, it does. I, but I mean, like, obviously, Fifth Element is like, right? Her like claim to fame. Yeah, that's like the, you know. Yeah, yeah she's an actress the, and she's in movies. I mean, it's that and Days and Confused. Those are like the two. Even though she only has like four lines. Who's she playing Days and Confused? She's one of like the stoner friends. Okay. You know when they're hanging out and the. Is she a major character in any way? She's just like one of their friends. Okay. She's like has like a number of lines throughout the movie, and she's uh-huh. like, like friends with like the Slater character and all the stoner people. And okay. She's like they're like when they're in the room and the guy comes with the keg to she the be pretty young for the party. Isn't she? Um, yeah, it's one of the one of the first. Not first things, but one of the first things she had was in. That was uh, uh people that follow up, not follow up movies, but who the the directors of um was the director of Fifth Element. What was the that latest movie he had? Oh, it was that based off of that comic or it whatever. A, it was based off a graphic novel. That was yeah. a big flub too, and it cost yeah. like. Oh yeah, it cost tons <laughs> of money. That's like um, something else that just came out recently that costed like just an absurd amount of money and bombed pretty hard. I don't know. I can't remember. Some like some epic sci-fi like that. Uh, I don't even know. There's been well, Cats was one. Oof. It cost like hundreds of millions of dollars. It is, it? It is an epic sci-fi film. Yeah, Cats. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, that but but that bombed really fucking hard. Yeah, because it looked like shit. Come on, guys, what are you thinking? Yeah, it's supposed to be one of the worst movies. I, like, in a I just put principal people in cat costumes. I, if you're I gonna heard do it, parents had to take their kids out of their <clears throat> theater crying because it, it like was terrifying to people. It is scary. Look at them. <laughs> That's not what humans or cats are supposed to look like. Spooky cat humans. Yeah. Uh, it's funny we're ready for we're it. talking about uh, Mila Jovovich and her husband and the whole yes. dynamic. Well, they're making an, yet another movie together, and it's another video game movie, uh, Monster Hunter. They're making a Monster Hunter movie. What? That's not, that's, there's too much to do there. Oh, and no. it has Ron Perlman's in it, Tony Ja. Tony Ja? T.I. Awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it could be a lot of fun. T.I. Oh, man, he's going to be checking people's hymens on set. Making oh, sure. Is that like a, yeah, a lyric thing. or something? No. Or no, he's thing? been checking his daughter's hymen to make sure she's a virgin. Style. Yeah, this is a real oh. cool thing someone's been doing. Yeah. I, I don't follow... I yeah, mean, that was like, I, just, I mean, that was like, that was like, random news. that was like 12 years ago. Oh, 12 years no, ago. No, it's very recent. Well, she should be old enough to be It's like, be four, able to it's do like that four months. Well, she's going away to college and he like <clears throat> goes with her to her OBGYN uh, Yeah, because that's not even what that means. What a psycho. <laughs> Alleged psycho. I don't know what's going on. No, he's definitely confirmed, I would say. Leave your daughter alone. The thing you were talking about, by the way, that Luke, Luke Bassan movie, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Okay, yeah. That's the movie that bombed hard and cost. Yes, that, that was supposed to be this like big epic. It kind of looked neat. It did, yeah. But I heard like in the first trailer there, there's like a really spectacular, super visually beautiful scene, and that's the best part and probably only good part in the whole movie. Which hmm. this thing has a best part and only good part. Well, he has no relation to this movie other than... No, I'm just saying. Compare, bring an it back, actress that appeared it back in this one movie. of his films. Bring it back to this movie. Yeah, he's bringing it back on topic. Yeah. Jeez, dude. This movie is, what, 98% just... I don't know. Just boring. Just and boring. That's all I'd have to say, yeah, is the boring part. Because Apparently, there's a lot of things in it I'm, I would sign off on. I, 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 Giant I, monsters, demons, I'm honestly yeah. starting, starting to feel like Mike <laughs> Mignola, his involvement, like... It fucked it up. Well, it also... His involvement in what would have been the third Guillermo movie, they had so many disagreements about the movie oh, that shit. it ended their friendship. Oh my god! Oh really? Yeah. That sucks. What? That's what? kind of crazy. Well, so that, he's got a problem. Well, that's why it's gonna. You're not gonna make another Hellboy movie, Guillermo, because you're not friends with the guy who made him. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. It's so like yeah, I'm over with that. I'm just gonna make this monster. Maybe that was the debate. He wanted to make a movie where Abe Sapien fucked a human. And Mike's like, no, man, he's not going to do that. He's like, I'm going to make the movie win a fucking Oscar. No, you're not. And he goes and does it. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I can't I can't imagine that, like, you don't make movies. You 
write com- Is he an artist too? Does he draw? Yeah, he draws and writes his comics. Okay, so, so, but I mean, he used to be in complete control usually of his character. Yeah, that's true. But like, be consulting like, hey, I don't want to do this with my character. I don't want to. You shouldn't be steering the direction of a movie <coughs> that much. You know, that's not good. But you I should, mean, like, know that like you're not used to it. Right. But I could see like, okay, if they do something wildly different, then that's out of character for it, or something I wouldn't ever do in the comics. The bummer right. is the bummer about this movie is that um, David Harbour got like super into Hellboy. Yeah, he yeah, of course. You knew he loved it. He, he died. He it. dove like super deep and like was like constantly like bothering Mike McNola about Hellboy history. And there's nothing and... wrong with him being Hellboy. That's a perfect. That's a good well, cast. And I saw here no, too. I, I saw a thing too about how the makeup effects artist like. Did like I remember when we were watching it, it was like it's like they scaled back the makeup to a little bit to make it so you could still tell it was David Harbour. And that's what they did. And they literally said they tried to work his features around the like make like Got instead it. of like making Hellboy and like that kind of makes sense because from it. like the brow down to like his chin, yeah, it's Dave with David. Yeah, but that was another problem because like the brow was like so pronounced. Like at points in the beginning of the movie, you can barely see his eyes. Because it's just like, he's and a, one eye was like more closed at one point than the other. That was a, that was a big deal. Yeah, he's got his demon, like, his demon brow. It was distracting, like watching it. I remember that throwing you off. Because like, what? This movie did go through like many rewrites. Yeah, there we go. That's what Mike I'm, Mignola you, wrote an early draft with, with two people. With two people. Yeah, so one person did one not write of, this film. One of those people ended up rewriting it after the one with Mike and then they rewrote it and then Mike Mignola also developed another draft of it with somebody else. Oh, what? So he was like super heavily involved with like a lot of the rewrites but yeah, they just kept going back to it and like trying to That's like, not a thing. like mess with it and tweak it. and A screenplay is not written like a comic book is written. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's different things involved there. I mean, I would say like to the storyboard level you know, you, but that's the thing. You could storyboard a whole scene out. You know how to think visually. Yeah. You know how to pace it out. Yeah. You know how to do that. But, but if if you got a bunch of people rewriting stuff, and depending on what you edit from a different script, what goes on to the finished product. Here's the thing too. If this, <coughs> excuse me. If this was reversed and made into a comic, this movie, yeah. would it be good? Probably not. No, it just dump her out. Yeah. Where's the character? Where's the heart? No, there's none. That's what you need. It's just really flat. And, the, and how I feel when you deal with something with supernatural creatures and demons, it's so ridiculous. What you need is a strong human core. I don't mean that person needs to be a human. I just need, you need a yeah, emotion, need something to tie. So like, you have a common thread, someone can, exactly, like you said, relatable, to progress you through all the nonsense you're going to force these people to watch. That's yeah. how they sign up for the nonsense. <sighs> just, you're having good size over there, man. What are we doing? I mean, I'm just, to your, what you have right? to say about it, it's just... You know. It was really kind of like like you you sighed. It was exhausting. To it, it, it's an exa- yeah, It is. It was an exhausting <laughs> movie to watch, and it's just an exhausting. It's just like, and it's frustrating. Like you said, it's frustrating because there's so much Hellboy lore. Yeah. How many years and years and years of comic books of Hellboy do we have that we can make a movie? Even if you like, so like the Guillermo ones, they kind of do their own thing, right? So well, aside from yeah. the first one, they kind of just it goes off. Even in the first one, a little bit it goes off and does its own thing. Yeah. And that's great, and it was great. But, like, if you really wanted to pull from the well, you have a gigantic well to pull from. It's like, why, what are we doing here? Why, I don't know. It's it's almost like we, because it was a movie, we had to go big and bold and fill it to the brim. But there's a lot of just talking about cool things. The movie made $12 million <coughs> its opening weekend. That's not oh. good. And, and, the pro- and that was under the projections. Not the projections by the studio, but right. projections by... People. people, right? People projected the movie to be fourteen to twenty million opening weekend, and it did under. So that's just what was the production? We're just record? sweeping that under the rug. Y- like, yeah, ah. I mean, it, it got beat out by Shazam that weekend, which Shazam had been out for like three weeks already. Oh, really? <laughs> which and I like that so movie. So like Shazam that took good. top box office spot like third, third week, third week in a row. Holy also, cow, I also dude. think normal people. Would be like confused, like is it a reboot? It's a different Hellboy. Like what's going on? Oh, here? I can tell you that that is a for sure thing. <laughs> so like, um, what does this fit in? I don't know. What I worked somebody I used to work with. Well, I'm still was, not sure. So, <laughs> I, oh well, it's a reboot then. Yeah, it's ignore. It's like, yeah, yeah, it is a reboot. It totally ignores everything, which is 
Do this. Do a soft reboot James Bond route. Just tell Hellboy stories. Yeah, that's not hard to do. Yeah, some somebody I used to work with was very. They're they're into like the comic movies and stuff. Never really comic books, but the comic sure. movies. But they saw this and they were like, "What is? What's the deal with this? Is this like a sequel? Is this like? Is like why doesn't it look the same guy? Why doesn't it look like that? Because even the trailers." Like so even for, for even the naked eye person, like does, that doesn't know the trailers didn't do a good job of like stating like this is like a new thing. It's just like it made it feel like it's a continuation, right? But it they kind of did one of those like Spider Man Homecoming type things. You know what I mean? Like here's right. Spider Man. Right. You don't. We don't need to do this. But this one was like here's Hellboy, but we'll give you a little bit of this. Yeah. Well, and the selling point of new Spider-Man is that you know this whole Marvel universe exists, so yeah. now you're, you, everybody was kind of aware, oh, it's a different Peter for this. Everybody gets that. Yeah. With this, is it a sequel? It is totally, like, they count on people knowing Hellboy, but they don't give him enough benefit of the doubt to just be able yeah, to remember exactly who he that, is. Yeah. So then you bog down all this time with an origin story, which is basically the same story well, as far, the first movie, except done not as good. How far does this movie go and be until we come to the origin story, like a third of the way through at least. I mean, at the it's it's da- it's, it's a mess. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just because it starts out like you think. Yeah. Like people are supposed to know who Hellboy is, and we are. Yeah. Because it's just like yeah. here he is yeah. doing normal stuff. Yeah. But then they're like, oh wait, I guess I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's just a mo- <laughs> it, like we said before. It's a movie of many stories. Yeah. And it, it's just a kind of a mess. And but like you asked before. The budget was fifty million, and the total box office. I would guess it was way more. Total box office take was forty four point six. Didn't even make yeah, its, it's money a disaster. back. Yeah. Nah. No, but they're just hedging their bets on different things. And they're hedging their bets. Committing lot, the one like you thing. said, Deadpool. Yes. Being popular. Gotta swear and be bloody. So let's do. A, we right. we have the opportunity now. Uh, rated our superheroes work. Right. And so Hellboy is something that I could mean, fit. <laughs> good. So, right, but Hellboy is something that could work under the rated R banner, right? Yeah. It has demons, and it has monsters, and it has blood, and he is, and they do swear in the comic books, because it is kind of edgy, because it is this other thing, but then, like, I don't know, it's just like... you. Yeah, but you know what? Rated R superhero movies don't sell, good movies sell, like you were saying. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta be, it's gotta be a good film. Yeah. Anything good will work. Make it good. Don't try and copy something. Right, and it's obvious. Look at the... Because <clears throat> the, cl- they clearly thought the swearing in Deadpool is why it was good, not the jokes yeah. and the humor. The and... weekend it came out, it went up against another superhero movie, but people... One, people were still seeing three weeks out because it was a good movie as opposed to... And now it's a movie... I was going to say. And that's a movie about a character that nobody yeah, fucking nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows Shazam. Yeah, nobody. That's literally a character that most people don't know who that is. Nope. No. They don't. No, not it's at true. all. They, and, and, and anybody who, a lot of people who do know who that is, know that character as Captain Marvel because there was a TV show yeah. way back yeah. when. Yep. <laughs> so he's he's a namestay now in the most important superhero in existence, Iron Man. Before Tony Stark and Iron Man, Iron Man was always a B guy. He was yeah. garbage. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I love yeah. those comics. But he was always written by comic people who didn't know how to write a billionaire philanthropist playboy. And he's always the most, this is the most cheesiest, corny things. They took Favreau and Robert Downey took and made Iron Man this thing. He wasn't this thing before. No, but, no. But what's funny about Hellboy is that, like, Guillermo and Ron, they built a character that people actually knew who just watched movies. And then this one just throws it away and... I just don't... Poor decisions. Yeah. Well, even think Guardians. Nobody knew who the fuck Guardians just takes the good were. movies. And right. they're arguably one of the most popular characters right. in pop culture right now. Right. By far. And those characters, those stories in those movies have nothing to even do with like those Guardian characters in the comic books. No, totally yeah. different. Yeah, totally different So they even... They, so they basically <laughs> did what this Hellboy wanted to do was take a popular concept, remake it its own thing, but then they didn't remake it into a thing that was cool for, on its own merits. I just, I I'm always sad because I enjoy Hellboy. Yes, I'm not, yeah, a, I'm not a Hellboy super fan, but I enjoy the art style. I enjoy stories. Yeah, I've been, in hell. Well, that's the big thing. I know there's really good stories. I enjoyed there. the movies. I've enjoyed a few of the comics that I, the, like graphic novels that I've read of it. And I even, there was even some animated movies that came out a while. This was a number of years those ago. Those were good. Those were good the, though. Yeah, but those were also good. Uh-huh. And it's just like, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't know. I just, that's they why tried I to, they tried to capitalize on the the superhero boom and it, it, it didn't work because they because they didn't try. But I, I would I, they I just would, made a movie. That's <clears> they, <throat> they just tried to capitalize and that's what they're really worried about. And and 
a tour like Guillermo, I assumed his movies with those Helper movies helped push comic books in the in this popular direction. He helped. He helped that. He oh, was, yeah, oh, yeah. He was spitting like, in that hurricane back in the day. I didn't know who that was like two thousand one, two thousand two. So right around the, like just after like the like Spider Man kind of you know was getting it going. So he that was part of like ushering in that like that that era of superhero movies. Yeah, uh, but it. Yeah. But, like, it's also why I didn't think, I, even though people didn't like this movie, I didn't think I would be able, I, I figured I would just like this for what it was, but, oh, it's all right. Not super great, but it's all right. Yeah, the first Hellboy came out in 2004. Yo, I thought... Oh, uh, four? Uh-huh. Why did I think oh, one? Uh-huh. I don't know. That felt early to me, that but I wanted to be sure. Spider-Man. Oh, so four long. makes sense, because I would have been working in the movie theater then, and I had a, a banner for... I have a Hell, Hell, Hellboy poster, I mean, so Hellboy 2 sense. took four more years to come out. It was 2008. Yeah, it was way later. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, it took a lot it. longer, too, because, <clears throat> like, then Guillermo started getting some more, like, recognition for things, right. especially for the makeup work and everything that, that they did. And he Hellboy... Made, did he make Pan's Labyrinth? Pan's Labyrinth Pan's came Labyrinth. after... Yeah, because... And then he was in... Didn't he make that Tooth Fairy movie? He was making fucking awesome monster movies. Oh, hell yeah. He was Tooth kicking Fairy. ass. Did he yeah, produce that, maybe? Yeah, well, that one. The one with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? N- yes. That's <laughs> that Tooth Fairy movie? <laughs> there was that one, Darkness Falls or something? Wasn't that a one, one about Tooth Fairies or something? Oh, that's about Tooth Fairies? There's Spoiler a, alert? Guillermo del Toro Tooth Fairy movie. Don't nope. be afraid of the dark. Right? No, but I thought for is? sure I would at least like enjoy this oh, movie. Oh yeah, a yeah, yeah. He wrote that one. That yeah, was like a remake kind of though, I think. It was yeah, like but a he's remake attached of a TV to it, movie. And they're doing monsters. Yeah. Um Yeah, and obviously he's had like a you know which one I never saw of his that I always wanted to see and that um people kind of were like not so hot on, but I always thought it looked cool is that Crimson Peak. Sure. Oh, I I always think of that. I never see yeah. that. I always want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted to see that and I it looks and spooky I, as hell. I never it. did. Yeah, because look at these things, they're fucking awesome. They're horrifying. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yuck. Yeah, those are good. Little creepos. They're scary. Yeah, they are. Glad I'm not losing my teeth anymore. At least, well, at least not for another, what, 60 years? Yeah, because there was those two things in one of the Hellboy movies, so that's why it's like a common theme there. Oh, okay. <clears throat> if you remember those guys. But yeah, this movie I thought, like, I knew it did poorly, and people didn't yeah. like it, but I was like, maybe I'll still enjoy it, you know? But here's a quote from David Harbour on the on the film. Um, He said, we did our best, but there are so many voices that go into these things. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, They're not always going to work out. I did what I could do. And I feel proud of feel proud of what I did. He should because he's fine. But ultimately, he was good. I didn't have any complaint about him. But here's the kicker right here. But ultimately, I'm not in control of a lot of these things. Right. You, I mean, that's the worst thing about being an actor. You're strung along for this project, and you're like, here I am. Oh, yeah. And I get to be on screen, and I get to represent this shit the show. O- the only thing I don't like that he was that he went on to say <clears throat> was, like, he felt it was unfairly compared to Marvel films. But if you're just making a good movie, no, then you don't... Unfairly... Right, it doesn't... Yeah. They, the, he, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't... We all can't help that this other company is kicking ass and making, you know what I mean? Like, making great movies. Yeah. One yeah. after another that are superhero movies. Yeah, I mean, they failed like, to make, like, a subpar movie or even like meh movie. Well, that's why I get frustrated when people do shit talking comic book movies. It's like if if any one of those was pure trash people wouldn't and people do kind of you know like Thor 2 they don't like so much. But even that's not garbage. Right. No, yeah. And, and when, <laughs> are, when, when a movie is garbage it is like look at Justice League. I know you I enjoyed it. You enjoyed I enjoyed mean, it. I don't but <laughs> I never watched it again. But I uh, you really didn't like I it. I didn't like it at all. I feel it's just a disaster of a movie. And everybody wants like, oh, we want the, um, what's his face's cut, the fucking oh, Snyder Snyder cut. I, mean, I don't the, think it could be any the Snyder cut. Different. Why would you ever want that? You know what? I'd I can't want stand I wanna, him. Anymore. I want to watch somebody's vision. I don't want to see anything from that guy ever again. I wouldn't mind seeing, maybe rewatching it if I got to see that to see how different it would be from the version that's the him and Joss Whedon right. version. But it's definitely a mess of a movie that does feel like two different people wrote it. When you watch that movie, it feels like it's two different people's vision. It doesn't feel like it's consistent. It doesn't feel like anything. Isn't there a Snyder cut of Man of Steel, too, that's supposed to be quote-unquote better? uh, Am I wrong? What, that the studio cut down or something? Yeah. I don't know. I thought I heard that before. I feel like that happens all the time now. Right. There's another cut. Same thing with Rise of Skywalker. We want the... We want the JJ cut. He's like, 
This is it. Yeah, this is me. I did it. I did it. <laughs> but this... like immediately, people were like, "We want the JJ cut." Because they want more. It's like, and he had to come out and be like, "This is." I did it. I edited this movie. I got it. This is what I chose. We're good. Yeah. Like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want from me? Like, it's just like now when when we don't like things, we just uh, assume that somebody else did something wrong and. That right. There's like another cut of a movie that could be pieced together, and we'll probably never get that Snyder cut of Justice League. And honestly, I don't really give a shit because well, I, I fucking f- don't like that movie. And I, I, it's <clears> obvious <throat> that a lot, even the people in charge, didn't quite like the m- results or the reaction to the movie because they're really trying hard to make you forget it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Unless you're gonna build up to another one and like, oh, we're gonna try and do it the right way this time. I'd say the best thing they can do is just build off Wonder Woman and Shazam and go from there. Just give me more. That's Wonder all you Woman. do. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, like, they pretty much are. Because like, you can do that and not acknowledge any of that other stuff. Well, I mean, they have a new Batman yes. coming out. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty much riding high on the and success maybe. of Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Shazam. Oh, yeah. Aquaman too. Yeah. And then yeah. the Suicide Squad did okay, so they're kind of riding off the coattails of that with Harley Quinn because Make, yeah. she has her own. Well, and they'll be they'll be the, they'll be James Gunn Suicide Squad. Yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna kick ass. There's the new Suicide Squad. The Harley Quinn really movie cool. comes out soon, yeah. and I think that looks fun. I think Ewan McGregor looks awesome as Black Mask, and yeah. I think that looks fun. But yeah, you but they gotta gotta and then the Flash thing, they've kind of just like put that on the back burner for a while because. They kind of fucked that character up in Justice League. Yeah, that was one of the things that did bother me. But for the guy who played him, I am happy for him that he gets to keep playing the character. Yeah, he was an actor, but the character was just It's just like, this is not how Barry... I guess Barry Allen's just this on-the-spectrum guy. But when you also accept that in DC there's a multiverse, you can have that Flash. Um, That's just how that Flash is. Does anybody care if I say one little thing about the Crisis on Infinite No, because they're all over the place. Uh, He shows up. Yeah, of course. Ooh. He showed up in the more... The that actual... Yes. Flash? Yes. That's cool. That yes. makes sense, too. It was kind yeah. of unexpected. Yeah. Uh, no, there was... They kept that very secret. Awesome. All the other cameos have, were really f- great, but that one was... And some were unexpected, too, like the 66 one and the, mm-hmm. tying it into the 89 when I, Batman when I heard... and things like that. It was... Uh, you know, it's all it's great that they, you know, that they did everything. And... But I thought, even though they're doing 89 Batman, 66 Batman, you know, they're doing this, they're tying Smallville, everything into, into it, I still didn't think that they were going to be allowed to touch that. Because for a while, you know, DC was pretty like... Well, survival mode. Right. But with the thing like Crisis on Infinite Earths, you can have him show up like that and then never well, talk about it Well, they do have to realize, again. like, those series are definitely the most successful pieces that they've had. By yeah. far. Yeah. I mean, I'd say excluding, like, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's probably one of my favorite parts yes, of the DC universe it's very, right now. It's very good. You know? Yeah, I'm pumped for 84. And I enjoyed Aquaman and Shazam, too. They're good. Yeah, Shazam yeah, was fantastic. Go, what I was, watched what the movie the multiple movie times. after Justice League? Was it Wonder Woman or... No. It wasn't? It was... Was it Suicide Squad? No, it was Aquaman, but Aquaman. it was like... A year and a half later, yeah, it was, it was like later it was like they were like, burn. <laughs> like, yeah. So just go from where Aquaman starts on from there, because none of those no, movies acknowledge any of that other stuff. Yeah, they all take place. Really, in the past. what they're doing, and then if, yeah, you have a new Batman coming in, and I figured you'd so. be really happy with the Flash coming in, because then you could relax, because like he exists because he's this Flash. There's other Flashes. There are gonna be right. many kinds. Right. Because, like, multiverse is a wild place. Well, yeah. Right. How many flashes are there? Sometimes there's, like, three flashes in one universe. Oh, right. on the TV show, there's always, <laughs> yeah. like, there's, like, yeah. always many different flashes. So, so yeah. yeah. That's not that's not a problem. No, it's not. But, um, but yeah, this movie, it just, it, it, you know. It was it was definitely one of the, like, flattest movies I've seen in a long time. It's, it's funny. We, you know, most people didn't like this, but... It uh, there's definitely some people that loved this movie. Oh, I see what you're doing now. <laughs> uh, I see what so you're doing. So here's a here's time. a review from IMDb. Unfairly slammed and not given a chance. An ac- actual accurate adaptation from Magnolia's comics. Mm. Just because Guillermo del Toro isn't directing and Hellboy wow. isn't Perlman doesn't mean this film should should be getting slammed unfairly the way it is. It's a new vision and adaptation that actually works even better as far as following comic source material. The action and pacing is intense, and the horror aspects are really well blended. No, they're not. 
What? Uh, people no, yeah. keep slandering the CGI, and honestly, it's excellent CGI. <laughs> no. I don't know about that, man. We didn't even stress much on that, but it is bad yeah, CGI. It's so cartoonish. The story blends many different particular comics together, and it works. No, that's the problem. Yeah, that's why stick it to one work. comic. That's why it doesn't work. <laughs> Tell yeah. a story. Tell one story, that's why please. Instead of it, six it, different stories. It, as a, this person who's writing this, as a person who reads comics, do you just take all your comics and just like cut the pages up and splice them together? I, see I want saying. to now. That's I want he, to. Because that's it. what happened in this movie. Yeah. He likes it because it's accurate to those stories. But you throw six different stories in together, it's not going to work. Yeah. And he says David Harbour gives a, gives a lot of great character to Hellboy as well. Just see this and pay no mind to the, the to delusional, biased critics and haters. It's a fun adaptation. I came in expecting to like it. So I what does no, that say? Yeah, so did I. I was like, I'll, I'll like I, it. I, I didn't have any fun until... There was like three minutes of total fun in that movie. I hate these reviews <laughs> where people are like, don't expect a lot, have fun, 10 out of 10. Sh- but like, so just like, yeah, I understand you go, there's, there's plenty of movies I watch from like, yeah, that was a fun movie, but I don't think it's like 10 out of 10 amazing. Right. No, I think it's a fu- I think it's fun. This movie is definitely not a movie I would think was a movie where I, a fun action movie where I enjoyed the ride. If like the top of the scale is like, I didn't expect <clears throat> a lot. Then you can give it a 10 out of 10. All this, does, makes sense. all this does is make me want to watch Hellboy 1, Hellboy 2, Pan's Labyrinth. Rewatch that Tooth Fairy movie I just talked about. Was and the Crimson then, Peak one. I'm going to watch that. That, now. and then just watch all these Gearmo movies with monsters. I love this guy. Love, love, love. Yes, yes, yes. This is all the gore and hellish mayhem I want in a movie. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> Everything about it. Top five favorite absolutely love. Whoa, I'm, I'm, top five? <laughs> I'm happy this guy is happy, but I'm worried about him a little bit. This is oh, all the gore mayhem. <laughs> this is all the gore and hellish mayhem I want. Man, this guy this guy should watch uh, Rambo Last Blood if he wants oh some gore and mayhem. Oh, my God. Don't remind me of that. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about it or talk about it ever again. I wish I still had the rental so I could show Pat that guy's face being turned into like the letter E. Which one is that? It's the, the one that just out. came out. Oh, the newest one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch that. I heard it was bad. It's not It's not bad. I just don't know why it exists. <laughs> That's. That was my thought exactly when I heard it's, that it was But it could have existed. I was like, well, why? It could have been better had it not had this, like, the beginning. Yeah, we uh, we talked about it on an episode, so we don't have to do that. They tried to, they tried to, to wrap it up with yeah. the previous one, didn't they? are like, okay, he's done now. Well, Rambo can have stories forever, but why is this a story? It's just... I just mentioned wanted to mention because I wish we could I could show you the visual. It's the guy basically uh, doing E. It's okay. not. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's rough. It's like what? Yeah. Uh, but, but, but I mean, like, imagine like a slasher movie where like the slasher is like the good guy. It's a slasher oh, movie. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It's a slasher movie. <laughs> Essentially, at the end, you want to watch. Is, you think this Hellboy had horror bullshit? Rambo: Last Blood is full of horror. Yeah. That's Jeez. Funny. It's. I mean, it's unsettling. It is. Is it that bad? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, and, like, the, the... You know how I talked about human connection and emotional hooks? What the fuck? There's none of that in there? No, there is. Oh, yeah. And it goes as f- extreme as humanly possible. Oh, shit. To make you sympathize with Rambo's bloodlust. But all you end up realizing is that no one wins here and he's a broken man. Well, yeah. But, I mean, no one wins. You can't even watch it and be like, ha-ha. No. Oh, it's just like, Ugh. I didn't. <laughs> no, it's a, it's definitely a bummer. Because you're like, oh, this man's life is ruined. Whoa, damn. Now I really want to see it. I, well, I mean, this is, I want you to watch it knowing what you're getting yourself into. And then you can be like, oh, Nick and Corey is kind of overselling it. And uh, like, give give me or and him that shit. But yeah. I need you to know what you're watching. Awesome. You're not watching Rambo Part 3. Da, 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 da. I'm with the Taliban fighting Russians. Cool. Yeah. No, you're not doing that. You're dealing with worse things than that. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah I think sweet. I can dig it. It's uh, it is. It's definitely something. It's just whoa. It's just it, like, and then then the last like twenty minutes are probably the most violent thing I've ever seen in my life on film. Really? It whoa, is dude. so yeah. violent. Holy shit! It is. I it's probably. I don't know if I've seen any movie more violent. That's kind of crazy. It is out There's of some control. Pretty fucking violent stuff. In well, film. it's it's because it's done even compared to like. <clears throat> Like actual warfare, which we have not experienced in actual war, uh-huh. so I won't compare it to that. But just from by watching like fictional war, I'm like, wow, yeah, that one hit. Like, what the fuck am I watching? This is gruesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely gruesome. Interesting. Speaking of gore and gruesome, what does that mean? Next week on the podcast, we're gonna watch. I have I have in my possession the gore cut. It is the gore cut of this film. What film? This film right here that I'm holding in my hands called Oh No Tammy 
and the T-Rex. What the hell is this? Why, is there a reason? Like, you've been coming up with you've cute reasons. You've talked about this so much. This is the gore cut okay. of Tammy and the T-Rex. Isn't Paul Walker in this? Paul yes. Walker is in this film. <laughs> and is. so is Denise Richards. That's a beautiful freaking uh, piece of box art there. Yeah. It's very nice. It is. It's newly released uh, from Vine- Vinegar Syndrome is a company that puts out Blu-rays of various films. Oh, thank you. Um, such as Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> and Spookies was another one that they put put out the uh, Blu-ray of. And, uh, but yeah, you get uh, it's a lot of interesting stuff going on. This is another one. You know, you always want to wonder these things, these movies I saw as a child... That's all the show is most of the time. (laughs) Or uh, something I saw growing up, and this was one. How did Corey become the man he is This was one of those. This was this was one of those movies I saw growing up on USA Up All Night. I learned so much about you, along with the trauma, like all the trauma movies they showed. They would always stuff like. I mean, I don't know what you do, but this podcast is like a therapist's dream. (laughs) Just little insights, and what did you see when you were seven? What? When so, you were 12? I saw Tammy and the T-Rex. When did Tammy and the T-Rex come out? Tammy and the T-Rex came out in 1994. Holy fuck. So I would have been eight years yeah, I was old say, when I was, it came I was, out. I was pretty, I was pretty <laughs> By the time I saw it on USA Up All Night, maybe like nine or ten. Yeah. So yeah. That's the right age for that. Tammy and the T-Rex, the gore cut. All right. I don't well, know what, what extra goriness well, we got here. I do like Tammy's and I do like T-Rex's, so. Well, there we go. Yeah. Tammy, Tammy, and the T Rex. Good. I, I know you've said the title a million times. You just like saying the title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's an absurd title. Tammy and the T Rex. I mean, the concept seems pretty absurd. So yeah, yeah. Do you even title. do you even know what the movie's about? Don't tell me. I know of it. Yeah, oh. you've mentioned it a couple times. I've heard it in other stuff. Too. Yeah, I know it's got People Tammy and the T Rex. Yeah, and Paul Walker. Yeah, and Paul Walker. <laughs> in one of his earliest roles. He wasn't part of the family yet. He was not part of the family yet. Oh, God. <laughs> He's not even one of the Deedles yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Deedles. We'll have to watch that on Disney+. Plus. There you uh, go. So, for B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. Yes. Nicholas, That's Nick. Nicholas is present. And Pat is also present. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst.